Welcome, everybody, to the Discover It podcast. And tonight we're going to have Bill speaking, and he's going to talk to us about limiting beliefs and how we can become limitless. Take it away, Bill. Thanks, Jody. Good evening, everybody. And we have an interesting topic here, limiting beliefs. Uh, What I'm going to talk about tonight is uh, what they are and what to do to become limitless. And, you know, I'll probably only touch the tip of the iceberg. But limiting beliefs, playing out, limiting beliefs are you not feeling good about you. You know, there are so many of us that place ourselves in a box. We trap ourselves in addictions. You know, it could be uh, drugs. It can be alcohol. It can be sex. You know, uh, personally, you know, I was, I was stuck in a box with beer, you know, and thinking down on myself and then just continuing to drink beer. I wish there was at least one day out of the week there where I could have swapped the beer for, you know, an addiction of sex. That would have been, that would have been kind of nice sometimes, you know, but, uh, we, we end up placing ourselves in a box where there are so many negative feelings about ourselves and where do those come from and who do they affect? You know, they're not going to affect the people who you think have hurt you. They're affecting yourself. And this is all controlled through those internal thoughts, the it that we have. Now, you can have an it that has the negative feelings or you can have the it that has the positive feelings. But moreover, you're going to have the it that has the negative feelings and that's going to end up limiting your beliefs and what you're going to achieve in this life. Because you weren't placed on this earth just to go to work, earn a paycheck, come home, watch TV, eat dinner, go to bed, and then get up and do it all over again. But there are so many things in this world that limit our beliefs just based off of what we filter into our minds. The first thing we're going to talk about is fear. Fear is a very large factor when it comes to limiting beliefs. I said a fear of going to... Yeah, you may even have a fear of just going outside your home. You may have a fear of going to the store, a fear of speaking to anybody. There are so many different fears out there, and you know, you know, each of you out there knows what your fears are, but those can come from your past program conditioning, from your uh, different relationships in your past. They can also come from past family members. You know, I know when I grew up, you know, I was looking at, uh, thinking about my past, my family members, and it was, oh, you're not going to amount to anything. I was a crazy child, you know, never got in trouble with the law, but it was one of those things to where, you know, I wasn't listening to anybody. I think I was trying to rebel and always just wanted to become limitless, but then those internal thoughts bring you back in and say, you know, no, you're not worth it. You can't, you can't go ahead and achieve that. You're supposed to yeah, just be that one that's not going to amount to anything. I said, that's not true for anyone out there. I said, you're looking at all these past negative experiences, and all they're doing is holding you down. Think about it when, uh, when you're in your childhood. You know, a lot of us were probably bullied when we were younger or maybe failing in different areas of your life, you know, in school. Um, I can remember one time uh, when I was in fourth grade, 
every day after school, I would get in a fight with the same kid every day after school, no matter what. It was an everyday ordeal. We would walk from the school, we'd walk two blocks to a real estate agency that had a, uh, a yard in front of it. We'd get up there and we would fight. And I don't know why we were fighting. He just always picked a fight with me and I was always there to, to fight. And then I would always lose. And then there was one day I said, no, I'm, I'm done with this. And I was thankful I said that. And I enjoyed the, the feelings of it because what I did is um, my brother and I, we decided, let's go to the boys club. And I want to learn how to box. And we went up to the local boys club when it was just a boys club. Now there are boys, boys clubs and girls clubs combined. But back then it used to be just a boys club. And I learned how to box and then start to, uh, you know, work with weights and then socialize with other kids that were, you know, from different neighborhoods throughout the city. Well, then after school one day, after I got a little better at boxing, we get to, uh, we get to this yard in front of this real estate company because it was the same, same place every day after school. And um, he was expecting to win. And I just put up my fists and I whacked him one and he went down and we never fought again, never fought again. So it was just, you know, taking a stand on, on certain things in your life that, uh, you know, can make a difference. It doesn't mean that, you know, as I grew older, I didn't create other fears in my life, but that was something I was able to conquer. Um, you're going to have fears in your career. You know, I've gone through this uh, up with my career. You know, I went to um, a, my first interview for a manager position in my company. And I thought I knocked it out of the park and thought I'd get the job. Well, no, I didn't get the job. And come to find out, you know, I'm coming from a lower level position and they were looking for someone with more experience. So for the next... 12 interviews, 12 different interviews for 12 different positions. I, I scraped and I crawled through each one of those, but I, I continued to improve myself and understand the process I was going through and ended up getting a position. Now, you know, it doesn't mean that I haven't had my failures once I get into my position, you know, but uh, what it meant is it, it just meant it the failure can be used as a lesson and you can learn from it. So it's very important to understand that and keep that in the back of your mind because I've gone through years, even though I, I understand this now, I've gone through years where I haven't understood that the failures I've gone through are lessons I've learned. So one of the other limiting factors that you have in your life is anger. You know, um, my past experiences in the last, uh, you know, year have, um, I've noticed everything has built up into some certain type of anger or you know, a bruised ego, but understanding it, um, brings me through it in a better light. And I can understand that the only person that's affecting is me. Now you're still going to have your bouts with it. You know, you're not perfect. You know, your internal thoughts are going to try to seep in no matter where they can to try to bring you back into where they want you to be, which is 
uh, in a limited situation instead of a limitless situation. You know, you think of all these outside um, outside issues that we have, the uh, outside influences that we have, uh, TV, Facebook, and social media, all the negativity that's out there and the likes and the dislikes and uh, one person going after another or the things that are just going on in the world right now where we can't all work together. Those are stressful, limiting beliefs. Those things can affect you mentally, physically, emotionally. There are so many ways that it can. So it's just understanding that, one, you don't control those. Only The only thing you control right now is yourself. And you need to just understand that it's a learning experience and it's something that you just have to work on harnessing day in and day out. Another big thing, something that happened to me, is living for others' dreams, okay? Those dreams are not yours, okay? You want to be living for your dreams. You know, once you get into living for somebody else's dreams, you're gonna, you can lose your identity. You can, you're going to lose your purpose in life. What you want to do is become committed to working on that purpose of you, okay? People out there that really want to be with you, want to uh, get to know you, um, people that want to work with you, they want the real you. They don't want the person that is maybe living for another or maybe, you know, fearful because they're living for another. So just look at, uh, look at being genuine to yourself. You know, because if in your mind, uh, the only thing you're looking at is uh, being limited all you're doing with the fear and the ego and the anger is you're just digging a deeper and deeper and deeper hole that you're trying to get yourself out of. So what I want to talk to you about now is some of the things that you can do to get out of that. You know, start setting some small goals, maybe uh, in your finances or in yourself and in your health. You know, pay off a, pay off a small bill. You know, take one small step. Now, it might not feel like it's a lot, but it's one little weight lifted off your shoulder. You know, those weights start to become burdensome as they continue to pile on between bills, uh, what you're doing as far as your health, the stresses of your job. There are so many things that just continue to build up on you, and you need to release those. You know, start to exercise. You know, do something gratifying for yourself. Maybe go to the movies or do something like that. And be spontaneous in some type of form. You know, take a trip. Then, big thing, take a trip by yourself. Are you willing to take that initiative and dare to do it alone? And maybe even go and buy a new outfit. Now, I'm guilty of that. I used to be, boy, Walmart, you know, um, spin trip. Let, let me, uh, I, I have to make sure I have a routine I'm doing. You know, I, I had a certain routine that I was killing myself with for no reason, and I'd, I'd have to save my money, and I'd go to Walmart, and I'd get a pair of pants. And those pants would last me probably two weeks before the washer and the dryer took them up about two inches, and me being six foot five, taking them up about an inch or two inches, it doesn't look very presenting. But, you know, splurge a little. Get yourself a nice outfit and make yourself feel better. Um, look at 
giving time somewhere else. Look at volunteering. Look at the surroundings that you're in and seeing that, you know, where you're at is uh, it's daunting in your mind. But there are so many others out there that are actually going through so many other problems that are far greater than our own. So, you, you know, look at giving back in some way, volunteering, doing something like that. It can be a gratifying uh, event for you, and it can also take a weight off your shoulder and make you feel better about yourself. But look at changing your habits and your routines. You know, hit the library. You know, immerse yourself in positive learning. And even listen to these podcasts. You know, we're not here... Uh, because we are the end-all, be-all, know-all. We're here because we've experienced exactly what we're talking about. So it's a great tool to use. Uh, You're going to get genuine um, feedback from the people that are on this podcast because we have lived through each and everything that we're talking about. Work on changing your core beliefs. Now, I used to be one where I... You know, after going through my relationship experience, I felt that I wasn't worthy. I am worthy. Now look at yourself and say, I am worthy. You know, or you don't want to be thinking of yourself as thinking I'm bad, I screwed up, I did this. You know, there are days when you you end up dropping the keys on the floor or you hit your head on something in in the attic and then you get mad at yourself over that. I used to do that. There's no need to. It should actually just laugh and say, damn, you know, six foot five guy going into an attic and not bending over. You know, that's good common sense to bend over before you go in the attic. Um, Thinking that you're a failure, you know, nothing is a failure. It's just a lesson learned, you know, but it will tell us that it's a failure. You're never going to amount to anything. You're not going to be able to succeed. You're not going to be able to do the things that you want to do. I'm going to hold you back into where you're not going to do anything. No, take that as a lesson learned and try to move on from it. It's never easy to move on, but if you are aware of your situation, always look to move on. And the big thing is get up from a failure. Now, if you haven't failed, then you really haven't experienced life. And I'm sure all of you out there have experienced failure in some way, shape, or form. So don't just sit there and take the failure. You know, make something of it. You know, what did you learn from that failure? What are you going to do better in the future for that failure? You know, think of the inventors in this in this world and from the past. You know, Thomas Edison, what was it, a, a thousand light bulbs or more that he tried to invent and then he failed at 999 or 1,000, 1,001 of them, and then finally he created it and created light. Or the Wright brothers when they were trying to fly. Henry Ford when he was trying to make the automobile. And then if we even look in present-day situations, look at Elon Musk. As crazy as Elon Musk is, he still has that drive to get into space or to make a, a vehicle that has shatterproof windows, which many of us have seen on social media or on, on television, to where that was a failure, but he stood up and he took that on the chin. And what was he going to do after that? 
I'm sure he went back into the drawing board. He'd probably get a little upset. He got angry, but he's going to turn that failure into a success or the electromagnetic train that he's trying to build. Now, all those, all those are limitless ideas. And we, each one of us has those in our, in, in ourselves to be able to create. So, you know, change I can't into I can. Now, break that victim mentality. I'm, I'm not going to stand here and say, I have never been a victim. Oh, I've been a victim. I've wallowed in my self-pity. I, I've done all that. You know, I think all of us have done that at some point or another or more than once in our lives. But look at being the creator. Be that creator of your life. You know, one of the big things to do is take the time to learn. And it doesn't mean you have to go back to school. Most of our time in our lives, it's self-taught. You know, it's through our life experiences or your job. It's not through formal education. Granted, formal education is nice. But if you look at some of the successes, like, you know, when we uh, do these um, podcasts, I think back to listening to the motivational speeches that I do day in and day out from Les Brown. Les Brown is not a college-educated man. But I would sit there and I would listen to him and I would sit on the edge of my seat day in and day out. Yesterday I did. I listened to him yesterday. But he's not a college-educated individual. And not all of us are. But it doesn't mean we can't contribute and be limitless in what we can do in our lives. And I want you to understand that. You need to look at yourselves in a more positive light and take that and start building those foundations to get yourself up to feel better, one, about yourself, then two, about the purpose that you want in life, and then three, executing what you want to do and the dreams that you want to build. Take a risk. Take a risk in doing anything you want to do. Because what Les Brown said, life has no limits except for the ones you make. And it's true. We keep ourselves in the box. And we deserve so much more as individuals. God wanted so much more for us. And we need to be there for others to give them more. So take a risk. Do different things. And there are many times where we limit ourselves because there's also a lack of trust. Now, sure, there are some things that you should look into and analyze and be analytical about, but look at taking a leap of faith and trust. Trust in yourself. Trust in someone that you've known, okay? And look at those, look at those certain things uh, in your life that uh, might limit you because you have a, a very limiting portion of trust, okay? And there are experiences you should do because you... You just want to. Go ahead and drive a fast car. Maybe skydive. Try food you've never taken before. Take a trip alone. How many of you have never gone to dinner alone? Go to dinner alone. Try that. One last thing that limits you here, uh, there are so many others, but I want to talk to you about this one, is what I call danger in the comfort zone. And I've been leading... Uh, at a company for 31 years now. And one of the things that you do see 
are all the individual personalities that feel that they are entitled to so many things that what a company could give them or what life is supposed to give them. You're not entitled to anything. You're entitled, when you're at a job, you're entitled to get a paycheck every, every week, maybe every two weeks or every month. If you put in, put in good work and want to excel, that's something that you're doing personally for yourself. But and it's the same with life. You can't sit back and think that you're entitled to uh, the government to pay your bills or to put a roof over your head or so many other things, even to find you a job. So please don't take an entitlement role. That's a, that's a very dangerous situation to be in. Don't take that entitlement feeling because all that is is your internal thoughts negatively affecting what you're truly supposed to be. Now, I'll leave you with a few things here. You know, God didn't place us on this earth to go to work, get a check, come home, watch TV, or relax, okay? Now, there are many of you out there that uh, spiritually you may be in a different place. Uh, for me, um, I, follow, I follow what he says. But he built you to make a double mark on this earth. And to be creative, to be inspiring, to be heroic, and just to be human. Okay, Romans 5, verses 3 and 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Some of you just haven't powered this up. You know, turn that switch on in your life. Turn it on. Don't take another day, don't take another week, a month, or a year to start changing your limited attitude. You can do it. You know, if I put a little joke to it, you know, it, so many of you out there have probably seen the Adam Sandler movie, Waterboy, where the guy standing there every time he would do something, he'd go, you can do it. Well, it's true. You can do it. It's just you don't have the mindset right now to do it. We're, we do not live in a limited structure. Our, our Father and our universe have looked at us to live limitless. And if you want to be successful, you want to have more in your life, one the biggest thing in life is to have peace of mind. You know, you could have all the money in the world, but you're not going to have peace of mind unless you feel one good about yourself and you feel like you can be limitless in the things that you can accomplish in your life. Having the confidence to wake up each day, put that, those feet on the floor and help other people and to be confident in what you're doing in your life, that's the most important. Money, money isn't. Look at all the people in this world that have all the money they, they can imagine and they're still not happy or living fulfilling lives. So I just take you to task to look at the possibilities that you have in your life and to just take that step. Get out of the box. Don't think that you're a failure. 
Think of the limitless possibilities. Sit down or take a day and just think about the dreams that you want in your life. Go somewhere silent and just sit. And then when they all of a sudden come to you, start jotting them down and then get back to them. And then, you know what? Start to live your dreams. Look at them on paper, okay? They're not going to be immediate. We're an immediate gratification society. It's going to take time. We're all guilty of it. You know, we want everything right away. You know, I'm the same way. I won't, you know, I'm trying to go back to school. You know, the credits that they gave me from the college, I'm like, oh, damn, I don't want to be in school for another three years. I, I thought I was in school for four, didn't get all the credits, but now the penalty I'm paying is that, you know, I've waited so long, 30 years or more, and now they're giving me only half of what I had back in that day. But that's the price you may pay. But take it as a positive because it's still a starting point. So go and do something good for yourself. Look at, look at taking that yourself to the next step. Now, we all have it in us. It's just looking at turning that switch on. Take that chance on yourself. And I hope it helped you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Bill, for uh, doing the presentation this evening. And uh, Jody, thank you for... Uh, uh, hosting the uh, podcast today. Let me ask you uh, something, Ray. Um, what was some of the limiting beliefs that you had when you uh, first uh, started uh, the uh, life coaching? Uh, when I first started, I didn't believe in possibilities that my life could change from the conditions that they were in at the time. I have learned since then that it's like an, an aspect or a, a part of life to come up against challenges and obstacles that wouldn't be challenges and they wouldn't motivate us to grow if they weren't difficult, if they weren't in some form or fashion uh, made to convince us that we might not be able to overcome it or that we might not be able to take on this challenge. It's, it's to me, it's like it's built into nature and how things work and understanding that I now know that challenges and obstacles are just something that the sooner you get, you know, in position to take these things on and go at them head first, the sooner you can get through them. And, so on and so forth. And, you know, no longer do I look for a time in my life where I will no longer have to deal with challenges or things that might make me uncomfortable. But I've actually grown comfortable with the fact that that's just the way it is and that we either face them and grow or we turn away from them and we allow it to live our lives for us. And we all know that he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy our accomplishments, our opportunities, any chance at joy, happiness, success, any of those things. So, uh, whereas one at one time, I had the limiting belief that uh, maybe due to the way I grew up, 
the conditioning that I had maybe at the time wasn't aware of it as such, but just that if my life hadn't proved to be fruitful up until this point, what would lead me to believe that it would ever be? So that was the limiting belief for me is that there were no possibilities or that there may, there was a, there was a big chance lingering over me in my spirits that I would never become anything that I would be proud of or could be proud of. Um, that came with not believing that I would ever be able to get a decent job, that my attempts to go in any direction or another in terms of education could prove to be a waste of time, you know, after accomplishing that. And then knowing that my felonies would hang over my head uh, whenever I was to to attempt to do anything. So a lot of things I, I can't say that I wanted to do but wrote it off. I would say that a, a lot of things I may have never even thought to do because I'd already written off the chances that, for instance, I would become a psychologist or, you know, some uh, a doctor of some sort, you know, thinking and seeing someone to have accomplished that level of achievement to be somebody that's for certain that hadn't gone through things that I'd went through or had a, you know, criminal charge on the record, you know, so that I had already had that limited belief that a huge portion of reality was closed off to me and wouldn't be possible for someone who had, at that point in my in my life, the things that had already transpired had deemed me unfit or unqualified for a large portion of life, uh, much of which I wanted to experience and to, to accomplish. There's probably, I mean, probably a lot more in other areas of my life, but those were the main ones that I had to overcome and that contribute to the way that I live now and decisions that I make now. I mean, I was talking to someone earlier today and expressing that same example that to be in the mindset of life is, is built on challenges. It's, it's literally, it would be like, uh, and it, and it is like people who seek to reach their physical goals without exercising, without actually putting in the work uh, in some form, you know, to cut calories by some form of cardio or to build muscle by some form of uh, resistance training. But there's a lot who fall into that trap that if you take a certain tablet or a um, uh, some sort of equipment that will send electro shocks to your muscle and cause it to, which I'm not saying whether any of that stuff has some effect or not, but the bottom line is that we shouldn't question that exercise or that the challenge that is some form of resistance or 
cardio uh, training is what leads to improvements in our physical health or physical abilities. It's just like challenges in general and obstacles that present themselves as potentially too much for us or something that we can't handle. It's That's what makes it a challenge and that knowing that helps us to pull back the the attempts of it to use those things to stop us from pursuing our goals. And that's a place where I'm at and that I'm grateful for because I'm able to move forward always, even when I'm battling with something that would tempt me to, to slow down or to go in another direction. I'm always aware of it for what it is and dealing with it accordingly instead of at the time when, I, when we started, you know, these things were very real to me. And the the possibility that there were no possibilities was still very real. To me now, like Bill said, that life is very limitless. It's, it's only the mindsets, I believe, that place constraints on what can be. If we, uh, if we think like a treehouse, we eventually will build a treehouse. You know, if, if we think we keep seeing McDonald's commercials and we got a thing for McDonald's, eventually we'll make our way through the drive-thru. Just like if we think that there's uh, no chance that we can achieve a certain level of success or uh, to make a certain thing possible in our life, then more often than, than not, that'll become the case. And I believe that our mindset and the beliefs that we have very much have very much everything to do with the outcome rather than the opposite. I think I was I was thinking about that earlier, how we tend to look for signs in our environment or we look in the mirror sometimes and ask, you know, ourselves, like, could I really be this person that I want to become? And then in reality, we have to become the person that we want to see. And then sure as anything else that is real, it will be. And that's, that's pretty much it. Thank you very much, Ray. Um, what would be, would you think, your own opinion, what would be the number one obstacle when it comes to limiting beliefs? for the masses out here? Um, I would say it's a personal story. Um, I try to, I don't think I've nailed really um, expressing this point yet, but I read it somewhere and it made sense to me and I, it changed the way I thought ever since I read it. But every time I try to explain it, I just don't know if I get the point across as good as it was you know made its way to me but that we all have a story we have something that we we've, we've gone through that we believe about ourselves based on what we are you know our experience and some of us become detached and numb to who we are completely uh are not in, in touch with who we are at all, and then some become 
too fixated on that story. And I believe that that's one of the biggest obstacles to seeing or, and even being able to study what's happening to us in an attempt to undo these uh, tentacles that it and limiting beliefs have in our life that when we're, when we're attached to our story and it, it's almost as if our story is all we know ourselves to be and to look into that and to determine which things are functioning in our life and in our mindset and working against us that we would be removing parts of ourselves. And if we remove parts of ourselves, then who would, we, who would we be, essentially? And that that view, that attachment, that bond with our story and what we went through and not realizing that that's only a very small part of who we are and our full, fullest potential, that that stops people from even taking that, that journey it leads to the discoveries that leads to the areas of work that need to be done in order to heal ourselves in those areas. So that's why I feel that that's one of the biggest obstacles because it goes right back to the very root, the thing that would prevent someone from looking at their situation to begin with. And I see it all the time. It's almost as if people want to hurt sometimes because it completes the story of who they are. Without that pain, it, there's nothing to validate the struggle or the, the abuse or the things that were done to them that they felt should have never been done and that because of which they will not be able to be who they want to become. Um, so they have to hurt because they're not ready to let go of the story and realize that the story is just one part of their existence and that there's much more of a complex being that they can tap into and that they can utilize all the different skills and the power of the mind to face those obstacles and to take them on head on and, and to 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 uh, climb that mountain to overcome those things you first gotta be able to look at it and be able to see what's going on and in order to do that you've gotta you've gotta be able to see past and be willing to let go of the tight grip on who you believe you are based on what you went through very good, Ray. Uh, I really appreciate your uh, uh, sharing tonight. Um, the story that eight years ago that you, uh, you were telling yourself was a whole lot different than the story that you are writing today. I think you're just midway through your, your, the story that you're, you're, you're creating for your new life. And uh, I think you got a whole lot more uh, of that book that story to uh, before you finish it, you know, but the, you've definitely, you have definitely uh, rewritten your story that you, 
once thought that you were. That's for sure. I mean, it's so obvious in all the areas of your life. And uh, I feel that uh, you're, you're a perfect example of the scripts that was conditioned in you to thinking who you thought you were. And uh, just keep up the good work. Keep up the uh, constant uh, looking for that possibility of making life a whole lot different than what it always has been. And uh, you've done a very, very good job, and I'm, you know, proud of you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bob. Jody, um, what is a limiting belief uh, that you had possibly in your life, and uh, would you like to share it? Yeah, Paul. Yeah, that's a really good talk that Bill gave. And, you know, I think in a limiting belief, I kind of struggle with those a little bit because, like, I was brought up, you can do anything you put your mind to and that I could figure anything out. So I had a pretty strong uh, belief system in that respect. So, you know, the possibilities were kind of endless, but when it came to like different traits or like Ray said, that story about myself, um, that who I am type of thing, um, that's kind of where my limiting beliefs fell in. You know, I, I thought that I liked certain hobbies and that I actually chose those things or a lot of the things that I liked were more of a choice that I decided when really it kind of fell along the lines of, you know, I was kind of led that way. And, you know, some of the things that were negative is I knew I was good at doing things, but when it came to like big things or grandiose things, like I kind of didn't think I was good enough because of, I, I tend to procrastinate or I'd be disorganized, um, ADD or, kind of forgetfulness and things like that. So all those things I kind of thought like, well, I can do so much, but, you know, being limitless, like Bill was saying, that's kind of not really in my abilities. And then other things kind of were thoughts. So I started to learn, you know, how I create a lot of these thoughts. So when it comes to, you know, the saying that like, hey, somebody made me angry or, you know, somebody makes me feel this way or, you know, I can't be happy unless, in all those things and thoughts that kind of play out, uh, those are kind of more of my limiting beliefs. And one of the first books I read was uh, The Lies We Tell Ourselves. And reading through that, it kind of reiterated a lot of the things that uh, that internal thought that we play over and over that kind of start to mold and create who we think we are. So um, there's a good story uh, about the four minute mile that I think really works well with limiting beliefs is that everybody thought based on what was already accomplished that the four minute mile wasn't achievable, that nobody would be able to do it. And, you know, we pick up things and sayings like that, that it can't be done from our environment, from our parents, from things like that. And when it comes to jobs, we ask like, Hey, you know, how much is a good rate? How much what's a good pay to make or you know, what is it? And we start asking all our friends and we kind of start to develop what we think to be true. And like the four minute mile, like once somebody broke the four minute mile, nobody could say that it wasn't possible anymore. It just totally broke that whole idea and it was proven wrong. So then people started breaking the four minute mile over and over again. So same thing with like limiting beliefs. Like if all the friends that we hang around with believe the same limiting beliefs as we do, we're just going to be kind of trained into thinking that same way. So 
until we kind of get out of that comfort zone, like Bill talked about, uh, do something different, uh, start to look at those things that we don't know what we don't know. Um, so there's a lot of limiting beliefs that I didn't even know existed until I started looking at things, um, talking with the life coach and learning new things that I've never been exposed to before and realizing that maybe these were things that were holding me back and researching new things and, you know, starting to compare these to what I thought to be true in the past. I think those were some of the, the big limiting beliefs that I have. Thank you very much, Jody. Um, I think all of us have been through uh, our lives limiting our thoughts and beliefs of who we thought we were. But uh, even myself, with the life that I had growing up, I had a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of perceptions of reality that I thought was true. Come to find out that uh, they were pretty much lies, things that I had learned through emulating other people and what other people had told me, and I believed them to be true, didn't know any difference. But uh, limiting beliefs are very real uh, in everybody's lives. And uh, we've just got to, as I always say, use this three-step program to confront, number one, be willing to look at your life of what you thought that you've always been and uh, try to identify, number two, uh, where you've got this limiting belief. Uh, why do you think that it become a part of your life? And number three, become proactive. Uh, after you look at, identify it, then become proactive and start doing and thinking the opposite of what you always have been. I really appreciate each and every one of y'all pre presentation tonight, and I really look forward to uh, hearing from y'all next week, next Thursday at 7.30. Um, just call 515-604-9530, access code 655-145. And uh, like I said, appreciate each and every one of y'all's presentation and look forward to next week hearing from you. Thank you very much. <laughs>